This just in, you are looking at a, obviously a very disturbing live shot there. That is the World Trade Center, and we have unconfirmed reports this morning that a plane has crashed into one of the towers of the World Trade Center. Going into space, mathematics, quantum mechanics, the secrets of the universe, it's all there. Life is fiery with its beauty, its incredible detail. Tuning into it, they want to shatter your mind, talking about Justin. I just always wanted to say that. That's the classic uh, Joe Rogan podcast intro. Anyways, this is not that. Don't have young Jamie in the saddle. Also, don't have a $100 million deal with Spotify, but, you know, whatever. So, happy Labor Day, folks. It's uh, kind of a bittersweet holiday, if you ask me, because... I don't know, Labor Day kind of marks the end of summer for me, and like, the seasonal depression is coming. So, uh, life is all about dancing in the rain instead of, uh, I don't know, fucking hiding from it or using an umbrella. You know, it's, life, life, life is all about not being, um diverted by the beauty of the forest because we were um, subjugated, subjugate, subjugated, whatever the word is, by the ugliness of some of its trees. Uh, some like that. I didn't write that clearly because I don't even know how to say the words. But anyways, uh, here we go. So talking about the uh, seasonal... Seasons changing. Heard about something pretty interesting. And it's actually not like some woo-woo, fake... Let me turn up my desk a little bit. I got a standing desk because I'm better than you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, circadian rhythm, okay? When my buddy brought this up to me, I thought it was like something that was in the same realm of like crystals and tarot cards. But it's actually a real thing the further I looked into it. Circadian rhythms are physical, mental, and behavioral changes that follow a 24-hour cycle. These natural processes respond primarily to light and dark and affect most living things, including animals, plants, and microbes. Blah, 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 blah. Basically, click on here, images. Uh, circadian rhythm is how your body like adapts to uh, the it's the it's a it's an internal process that regulates the sleep wake cycle and repeats roughly every 24 hours 
So, for example, we're not going to talk about plants and animals and shit. We'll talk about us, human beings. Um, this is a good, good picture of it. Okay. So, basically, you have 24 hours in a day. And around, what, 6 a.m., 7 a.m. is when the melatonin secretion stops, which means the sleepiness uh, is naturally going away. That's why you'll find people who, uh, the, the most depressed people sleep till fucking 3 p.m. and go to sleep at 3 a.m. Uh, it's like, because I, I, you know, it's their, their circadian rhythm's fucked. So before I talk about more about the circadian rhythm, I will say from personal experience, after these past few years of waking up at 6 and going to bed at 9, versus when I used to, like, use drugs, I would wake up at, like, 11 or 12 and go to bed at like 1 a.m. I am so much of a happier person. Just more alert, focused, less anxious. Everything, 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 everything. So around 6, 7, 8 o'clock, you know, you get up. That's when your melatonin melatonin start stops. Um, and then you have high testosterone and alertness from like 9 to 12, you know, with the morning and the coffee and taking a shit and going to the gym, turning on your morning music, getting ready for the day. Then around uh, 2.30 to uh, about 5 is when you have the best coordination, the fastest reaction time, uh, and the greatest cardiovascular efficiency and muscle muscle strength. So it's pretty interesting. Um, those are like peak hours of the workday, right? And... Um, that's when you're kind of, so from morning to like early afternoon is when you're at your best. So we'll say noon uh, is when you are, you know, truly awake. How's that for the woke people? And then you have uh, melatonin starting again at 2100, which means 9 p.m. Uh, is when your body starts to naturally get tired if you do follow this circadian rhythm schedule your deepest sleep should be at it says 2 a.m so thinking about that like 2 a.m is when a lot of clubs in new york don't close till 4 a.m but where i'm from clubs and bars close at 2 a.m so you think about that uh, the lifestyle that I live now, I go to bed at around 9 p.m., 10 p.m. on, on I was going to say school nights, on fucking uh, work nights. So 2 a.m., I've already been asleep for five hours, so that's definitely my deepest sleep for sure. Uh, and then it's kind of interesting. It says the lowest body temperature at 4.30 a.m. I wonder why. That's interesting. But what I was getting at with this whole human circadian rhythm thing is uh it's it's real it's affecting me it's affected me before and it will always affect me and for example i had a friend visit last weekend and i uh stayed up super late with him got up super early with him and did a bunch of fun shit and my circadian rhythm was totally off balance i could feel more anxiety, more, uh, you know, high blood pressure and fatigue and just kind of like, uh, I don't know, um, I guess frustrated would be, would be a word, agitated a little bit. 
So it's a, it's a true thing. And then it's, it's, it's hard for me to catch back up on it. So on, on times like this, on a holiday weekend, you know, it's 9.30 right now. And normally on a Sunday night, I'd be getting ready for bed. Uh, I know, it's crazy. I go to bed super early, but fuck you, it works for me. And uh, now instead at 9.30, I'm talking shit. Uh, but I got my pajamas on, so, you know, halfway there. So, uh, yeah, man, you know, like, just going back to the whole mental health thing, because our country is, our world is in a mental health crisis like never before. I think it's due to social media. But, you know, um, there's some good things about social media. Obviously, you can look up anything, anywhere, anytime, anyplace. It's pretty epic. But, yeah, I just think that uh, with our country being the way it is in our world, everybody's, you know, so fucking sad all the time and shit, and, like, winter's coming up. This is definitely something for me to follow and to be aware about because seasonal affective disorder does affect me. That's why I'm jealous of my friend Mike down in Florida. Florida! He's like, man, I don't even fucking have to deal with seasonal depression in Del Rey or wherever the fuck he is. You know, because, like, (laughs) I hope he listens to this. It's just... uh. It's dope it's down there. I mean, it's fucking every every day. It's like a hundred degrees, but you know. So you know, seasonal depression, circadian rhythm. Go to sleep early. Wake up early. Um. You know, early to bed, early to rise, will uh, leave lead lead me to live a happy life. I don't know if that rhymed, but kind of did. So going to bed early uh, is good. It's probably the best thing for me for my mental health is sleep. Numero uno, numero dos, exercise for sure. Numero tres, diet, which is my vice. I like ice cream. I like pizza. I like chips. I like it all. I like it all. So that's that's my weakness. Um, but it's better than fucking heroin, you know? Heroin, heroin, Florida, Florida, tomato, tomato. Okay? So moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. Circadian rhythm, biological, human clock, uh, Wikipedia, X out of that. Uh, Labor Day. Fucking end of summer, kind of bittersweet in a way. It's like the last weekend to hit up the pools and get on a boat or go and uh, bar hopping with your shorts on and your and your fucking boat shoes, kid. You can't arrest me. My dad's a lawyer, said the frat bro. Uh, moving on. No. So... Another thing that I that I truly love and that has helped me is, you know, music. And not just not just saying that like, oh, I like music. Like I hate when people like say that they like something. Like you ever you ever like meet with like a white basic white bitch or or seen them on Tinder and they're all hiking Starbucks, like that's their bio. And it's like, bitch, walking on a greenway with a frappuccino 
in Ugg boots isn't hiking. Okay. I don't care if it's pumpkin spice latte season. I'm talking people who say things but they don't understand what they're saying or they they don't they don't they don't live that life you know what i mean so when i when i say music like me and my boy Javon are fucking obsessed with music and um that's what i'm going to talk about today a little bit you know so either get with it or get lost cuz i don't give a fuck i like all music man i like rap hip hop yes there is a difference don't ask me what it is but i've heard it be mentioned. Uh, I like country. I like country. I like, let me get this straight. I like country music. I don't like pop country music. And I'm really sorry if you can hear in the background any noises. Uh, like I said, it's fucking Labor Day weekend. I live downtown. People are drunk. Uh, someone's going to puke tonight for sure within a one mile radius of me. Bunch of bunch of drunkards hobbling down these streets here, looking at all the bars and weirdos. And let's go to Asheville and just look at all the weird people, man. Dude, go back to fucking Greenville or Charlotte, wherever you came from. Basic white bitches. But yeah, no. So, um, what the fuck was I talking about with the music and stuff, man? So yeah, just 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 saying how much it truly has saved me, uh, truly saved me, along with comedy and podcasting, or not podcasting, uh, podcast uh, listening to podcasts and listening to stand up comedians, Bill Burr, Louis C.K., Tom Segura, uh, Tim Dillon, you know the gang, Buzz Buzz. But uh, yeah, man, a lot of energy on this one. So where were we? Music, country. I don't listen to. I don't. I don't like pop country. You know, my my mother, big fan of like Keith Urban. She just saw him last month. Good, God love her. You know, not for me. Okay, I like country, boy. I like the new. The new. Um, I think they're called like the new. Like the, the, what was the the outlaw? The outlaw gang back in the day. It was uh, Willie Nelson. Uh, it was, uh, fuck, dude, I know this. It's just, uh, Willie Nelson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Johnny Cash, uh, and, uh, Waylon Jennings. Okay, here we go. They weren't the, the outlaw. It was, uh, the Highwaymen, the country super group. Um, are, are they outlaw country? Yep, it was outlaw country. So I wasn't wrong about that. Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings. So those were from uh, back in the day, right? But now there's a new kind of group of highwaymen. They don't call themselves that, but uh, it's Sturgill Simpson, okay? Uh, Coulter Wall uh, and Tyler Childers. And I'm sure there's a few others like Charlie Crockett and whatever, but those are the big three that I like. To me, that's country. These are new. These guys are playing songs and albums today. They're they're in their 20s, 30s, you know. Um, I think Sturgill's in his 40s, but whatever. That's country to me. So going on a tangent here about country music, because I fucking love music. I'm going to talk about it. So 
That's that's the shit I like. I can get down with a little bit of Jason Aldean, the boys around here drinking beer. That stuff's you know fun sometimes to listen to. Don't get me wrong, but if I'm gonna say like what I like and 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 prefer in the country realm, do yourself a favor, <clears throat> and you know it might it might get emotional for you. Listen to uh, Tyler Childers. Um, what's the fucking song? Um, Nose on the Grindstone, okay? Nose on the Grindstone by Tyler Childers. Uh, that song will fucking make you cry, man. It's real music. It's real music out here. Out here in these streets, it's real music. So, anyways, I was in the shower and blasting my JBL speaker best $200 I ever spent, and I was playing some of that uh, classic rock, and I'm not really fond, here's here's the thing, people, okay, I love this country, I'm proud to be an American, blah, 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 however, other than Jimi Hendrix and Eric Clapton, the British did it the best in the 60s and 70s. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, okay? If you don't know what I'm talking about, let me just give you a couple of names. And we'll start from kind of good to, like, pretty fucking epic, legendary. Yeah, to legend. We're going to start from, from good to legendary, okay? So you got Black Sabbath. Fuck yeah. Ozzy Osbourne. You know, crazy train, war pigs, good shit, good shit. Uh, and then you got um, T-Rex and uh, the Kinks, right? So if you don't know those bands, they were like kind of flamboyant. You know, they have that song, uh, the Kinks have that song, la, 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 la. Uh, T-Rex has really good songs too, uh, 20th Century Boy, a uh, couple other ones I can't think of right now for some reason. And then, uh, so those are good bands, right? But now we're going to get into the, the epic, okay? So you got Cream, which, hold that thought. Am I retarded? <laughs> I'm fucking retarded. Okay, aside from Jimi Hendrix, not Eric Clapton. He's British. I don't know why I thought he was... American, maybe because, well, he lives here. He lived here a lot, and uh, he owns a treatment center out in California. And um, pretty sure his son, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys know this story, but Eric Clapton's son, Connor, uh, fell out of a 53rd floor apartment window. Um, yeah, he died from it clearly, in New York. Yeah, in, in, in New York. So that's why I thought Clapton was from here. Okay. That's fucking sad. So uh, Eric Clapton, Tears in Heaven, pretty sure that's about his son. I mean, how could it not be? Man, Jesus Christ. Whew. Eric Clapton's son falls from 53rd floor window. Four and a half years old, this kid was, Okay. It was four and a half years old. So let's see what, what year was this that he died. He died in 
he died on March 20th, 1991. Wow, man. Born in 1986 in London. Wow. Buried in the UK. Fucking A, dude. That's... I mean, obviously, Eric Clapton was probably in the building, in the room when it happened. Um, and I don't blame him for going on a bender with drugs and alcohol and then ultimately getting clean and sober and opening up a treatment center in California. God bless him and everyone he's helped. But, um, so that's Clapton. Okay, so Cream is the next band I wanted to say, getting into the epic category. Cream, if you don't know this, is basically three rock gods. Is that's what happens when you make three. I'm going to get to four rock gods, don't worry. But when three rock gods decide to make music together, you have cream. You have white room, you have sunshine of your love, you have epic fucking music. Okay? Uh, Jack Bruce, Ginger Baker, and Eric Clapton is all you need to know. All right, getting more into the epic category. You have the Rolling Stones. How can you not appreciate the Stones? It's, you really can't say enough. You can't, or there's nothing you can really say um, that doesn't testify the Rolling Stones. I mean, everybody, like, how do you put this? 16-year-old girls wear the shirt with the tongue out, the big red tongue. That's the Rolling Stones logo, and they don't even know what the fuck it means. They're, they're iconic. They're, 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 they're internationally known. Keith Richards and fucking Mick Jagger, dude. I mean, come on. Come on, man. I mean, seriously. Um, so I'm going to say this band, I like them. I know a lot of people don't love them a lot, but I, I think it's more about what they represent, what they did for rock music uh, and music today as it is. I'm going to say it's the Beatles. I do like the Beatles. I do like some songs by the Beatles for sure. They're catchy. Come on. You ever listen to Come Together? That fucking bass line? Um, a really good song by the Beatles is called A Day in the Life. That's a, that's an actually really good song. Because a lot of their songs, you know, they're like, dun, ba, da, dun, da, da, dun, and, you know, it kind of gets a little bit redundant at times. But, dude, John Lennon, George Harrison, fucking Paul McCartney, um, and uh, fucking drummer. What's the guy's goddamn name? Um, I know this. It was, um, I'm going to have to Google it because I just, I don't know. I can't think tonight. Oh, yeah, Ringo Starr, duh. The only, him and uh, John Lennon, or him and Paul McCartney are the only ones who are still alive. Uh, speaking of John Lennon, interesting how he died. Um, he was assassinated in front of the Dakota um, luxury apartment building in the Upper West Side of New York in 1980. Okay, so he died in 1980. Um, I've been by the Dakota. It's a really nice building. And then you walk right next to it, and you have Central Park, and there's a little uh, place that's called Strawberry Fields, but it's literally just the word imagine engraved into the concrete with with flowers. Um, it's cool. You know, it's a little memorial dedicated to the legend. But um, it's funny because the guy who killed John Lennon, he uh, – what happened? He had the book Catcher in the Rye on him when they arrested him and uh dude honestly that's that's like my favorite book ever <laughs> and uh 
people now associate Catcher in the Rye with like murderers, murderers and like sociopaths and shit. So it just reminds me of that Eric Andre clip when he's on the subway and he says he throws down the book Catcher in the Rye next to a guy who's sleeping. And he says, you just put Catcher in the Rye next to him. Cops think they're cuckoo when they wake up. <laughs> oh, man. I love comedy. But, uh, you know, an interesting Beatle is uh, Ringo Starr. I'm just kidding. George Harrison. George Harrison is actually super interesting. Uh, they all basically did one-offs and did their own solo projects. Uh, George Harrison is probably the most underrated Beatle, in my opinion. Okay. Um, guitarist. Okay, so I, I play guitar. I love guitar. So maybe I'm biased, but uh, George Harrison also is dope because he he went on to explore his dharma and went, you know, they all went to India and shit like that, the Beatles, but... He like kept going and pilgrim, pil- pilgriming, uh, and explored Hinduism a lot. I think he identified as a Hindu, and he was just really spiritual. And he was into, you know, meditation in the community with like Ram Das, um, and uh, you know, um, Maharaji. I think, or even Maharaji's um, devotees. If you don't know Madurai, it's fine. I'm not really into that stuff anymore. I, I am sometimes, but basically, it's 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 Hindu. It's Indians. It's you know uh, Krishna and the Bhagavad Gita, which is like their version of the Bible. Um, it's funny though because George Harrison's use of psychedelic drugs, aka LSD, uh, encouraged his path to meditation and Hinduism. And this is a comment from George Harrison. He commented, for me, it was like a flash. The first time I had acid, it just opened up, opened up something in my head that was inside of me, and I realized a lot of things. I didn't learn because I already knew them, but that happened to be the key that opened the door to reveal them. From that moment I had that, I wanted to have it all the time. These thoughts about the yogis and the Himalayas and Ravi's music. I think Ravi is a, a Hindu, like, kirtan singer guy. Uh, yeah, man, that's just, like, super interesting, you know? What what the mind can do. I, I like that he said he already knew these things, but the key that opened them was acid, ultimately. And, you know, once that door has been opened you don't have to continue to use the psychedelic drugs to experience that. It's like Ram Das. He, he talks about it as well. And we're doing a little pivot into the spiritual journey here. Um, there's a really good documentary, Ram Das. I think it's on Netflix. Uh, I think it's called Going Home. But, uh, yeah, he, he, he basically says the same thing about when he did psychedelics for the first time. Something just clicked, and he became awake, and you know, loved everything. And you know, I mean, Ramdas was a huge devotee of Maharaji, and you know, he brought it all over here to the Western world. Maharaji was a uh, Hindu uh, guru. Um, Nim Karoli Baba is his real name, but yeah, man, that shit's interesting. It is. I mean, I have a 
couple books on it and stuff, you know, but I'm open-minded. I'm exploring other faiths and other ways uh, right now. Um, but yeah, maybe this is a, a call back into the, uh, you know, Krishnaverse. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? So George Harrison, my favorite Beatle. Okay. Um, the Who, that's another band who is considered, they're definitely an epic band. Um, they're not my favorite British rock band. I think I actually even like the Beatles better than The Who. But um, the fucking, um, my brain is not working tonight, guys. Probably because I'm talking and it's hard to think while I talk. But the uh, Keith Moon is the drummer for, or was the drummer for The Who. And he's probably, arguably, the best drummer of all time other than Neil Peart from Rush. Or John Bonham, which I'll get to. Stay tuned. Um, So yeah, The Who... They're good. They're great. They're legendary. You know, they used to fuck up the stage and burn their guitars on fire. That was cool. Just was never really a huge fan of The Who. I don't know why. Um, nothing against them. They're great. Pete Townsend, legendary. But um, here's another band you got. Queen. God, it just keeps going, guys. The fucking British rock bands. Um, I mean, look at fucking Freddie Mercury, dude. That was a really good movie. Uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody one. So obviously everybody knows Queen. Everybody and their fucking mother knows Queen. Um, you know, and Bohemian Rhapsody. There's something really cool you can do on your iPhone with Siri. Let me see if I can do it real quick. Check this shit out. Hey, Siri. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche. Will you do the Fandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo, 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 Galileo Figaro Magnifico. I'm just... <laughs> Anyways, she keeps going. She does, like, the whole fucking song. It's incredible. So if you want to wow your friends, just go to Siri and say, I see a little silhouette of a man, and that'll happen. So basically saying Queen is uh, iconic. They're on fucking Siri. You know what I mean? They're on everything. Everybody knows the song Bohemian Rhapsody and we are the champions and you know, um, but plowing along here. Here's my top two British rock bands of all time. Uh, it's hard for me to distinct distinguish. I don't think I like either one more than the other. Um, Ah, man, it's so hard to say. I love both of these bands so much. And they're so different. And the memories I have of listening to them and learning their songs on guitar and watching documentaries and interviews with them and just all the times I used to like smoke weed and do mushrooms and listen to these guys. Um, So which one do I want to start with? Fuck it. Pink Floyd, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. You heard it here. Pink Floyd is arguably the best rock band, in my opinion, of all time. Or arguably the best classic rock, uh, British rock band of all time, okay? They are just fucking phenomenal. The shit they did, uh, Roger Waters and David Gilmour, the shit they did together... See, you... 
you don't even have to be on the same wavelength as me. I don't really care if you don't understand where I'm trying to come from, but maybe you got to take acid once and then you will, then the door will open. But dude, Roger Waters is a fucking genius. And then David Gilmore, just a fucking guitar slay master. He would play the fucking uh, blacked out Fender Stratocaster on state. Dude, I just love these guys so much, man. Um, one of the first guitar solos I ever learned was uh, from the song Time. Uh, it's on Dark Side of the Moon. Fuck, man. I mean, they have so many good songs. Comfortably Numb. Have a cigar, wish you were here, money, time, um, eclipse, uh, learning to fly, young lust, dude, just like, so, just so fucking good. They were, they were distinguished as a psychedelic and progressive rock group, okay, and they had, um, Elaborate light shows. I would have loved to be back in the day and seen Pink Floyd live in London. Holy fuck. But uh, another brick in the wall. Yeah, dude, they have so many fucking... man, So good, so good, so good, so good. So Pink Floyd, and then I'm going to say it, numero uno. It's 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 a it's a runner it's like a tie for me um, because they're so different yet both of them are so fucking good. This is the four member super group that I was referring to before I uh, or when I was talking about Cream. I said there was a four member super group coming up. When you put four geniuses together, you put a singer who has the fucking voice of an angel, truly. You have a guitar player who can make anyone playing guitar sound like they're a weak bitch at it. You have a drummer whose time signatures are still hard to replicate to this day. And then you have a bass player who was just fucking phenomenal. You get Led Zeppelin. That's who you fucking get, all right? Led Zeppelin is, again, I'm going to say it, arguably the best band of all time, in my opinion, okay? Uh, Led Zeppelin, and I said it with Pink Floyd, but, dude, I, I'm just going to say that Led Zeppelin, I, I even have a tattoo of uh, Led Zeppelin because I liked them so much, and just, um, oh, they're just so fucking talented, man. So many different songs, right? Uh, Going to California, one of the slower songs. Uh, Ramble On with the fucking bass line. And that shit from John Paul Jones is just, it's its literally, it gives me the stink face. It's so nasty. You know what I mean? And then they throw like mandolins on their song, like on Hey, Hey, What Can I Do? It's just like, it's a mandolin. It's like a, it's like a guitar, but it's different. Uh, I think the strings are reversed. So instead of E-A-D-G-B-E, it is the other way around. Um, fucking hey, bro. Just like Over the Hills and Far Away, Good Times, Bad Times, Dire Maker, When the Levee Breaks. Such a good fucking song. 
Um, and then what was the album that they had here? I'm going to have to look this up real quick. I think it's Physical Graffiti, but I don't want to get it wrong. Um, yeah, it was. Oh, fuck yeah. You got that right. Physical Graffiti was an album they came out with in 1975. Yeah. And the cover of it is an old tenement building in the uh, Lower East Side or the East Village of New York. And it was cool because I, I went to that building and was like, oh, it's cool. And then I bought Catcher in the Rye at a bookstore across the street. <laughs> True story. Both of those things happened on the same day. Uh, the bookstore was, I think it was just called East Village Books or something like that. Cool store. You know those old bookstores? They're just, the hallways are literally an hour long. <laughs> they're just they're, they're just so long. You're like, it takes you fucking an hour to get down and back. <laughs> kind of like a, a short hiking trail, I guess, but no. Um, so yeah, Zeppelin, dude. I mean, and then, you know, obviously they have the classic songs. They have Stairway to Heaven, which that guitar solo is epic as fuck. Uh, such a good guitar solo. Uh, they have Black Dog, the immigrant song, Whole Lot of Love, right? So those are all the classics. Everybody knows the Led Zeppelin songs. I mean, you play them at a fucking party or whatever, you know, everybody, everybody's heard a Led Zeppelin song at least once in their day. Even the basic white bitches drinking pumpkin spice lattes, okay? Uh, or maybe not. They're too dumb. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. But they've heard of Queen before just because of... Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, and they've heard of the Rolling Stones because they have that that slutty like crop top that they bought at Target with the fucking tongue on it, signaling to the guys that they can lick that. You know what I mean? It's fucking whatever, man. Um, but <laughs> moving on from the uh, British rock era, talked about country a little bit. I've obviously talked enough about rap and hip hop in the past, um, and I just wanted to touch on one more. One more thing about uh, some 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 artists here, and this is going to kind of get into the uh, conspiracy theory realm, but um, it's interesting. So, <clears throat> three out of four of these people are musicians. Okay, this is this is. Uh, hold on, let me take off my hoodie real quick, and look at that. I didn't have to keep you waiting. All I had to do was the power of the pause button, which. Uh, a DJ friend of mine said, uh, I was like, wow, man, you're, you're really good at like music and like being a musician and stuff since you're a DJ, right? And he was like, no, I'm just really good at pressing the play button. I thought that was fucking hilarious. So tell that to your DJ friends, piss them off. But the, uh, the last thing that I wanted to talk about was these four people. Uh, three of them are musicians. So Avicii, if you don't know Avicii, get your fucking shit together. Uh, Chester Bennington, Lincoln Park, Chris Cornell, Soundgarden and Audio Slave, and then Anthony Bourdain, not a musician, but an artist or whatever he was. Um, I don't really get the huge hype with with that guy. He's he's cool, but I don't know. I did like his documentary, and it inspired me to want to go to Asia. I'll say that. These four men, what do they have in common? Anybody know? Anybody? 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 No, they weren't all four musicians, because like I said, Anthony Bourdain was not. He was a chef and a TV personality. All right, I'll tell you. They're all fucking dead. Yeah, I know. It's kind of fucked. Uh, but so, all four of them committed suicide. Yep. 
Vici. Uh, he killed himself with a wine bottle. Like, I guess he, like, stabbed himself with a broken wine bottle. Um, there goes that fucking fan again. Uh, who else? Chester Bennington. He, he died. So him, him and Chris Cornell were good friends. Okay. And Chester Bennington died on July 10th. 2017. Chris Cornell died in May 18th, 2017. So Chris Cornell killed himself first. And then two months later, one of his best friends, Chester Bennington, killed himself, both by hanging. Yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, And then Anthony Bourdain killed himself in France, too. So, the four of these men, what do they have in common? They're all dead from suicide. Uh, And they all were white. We'll say that. That's something else they have in common. They were all men. No, they weren't non-binary. At least I don't think so. Um, And then here's, here's one thing that people think, people claim that they have in common. Is... They were murdered, all four of them. This is a conspiracy theory. This, see, people, this is where I stop with the conspiracy theories, okay? I get some of them. I'm into, I'm into a lot of them, okay? 7-Eleven was a part-time job. 9-Eleven was an inside job, right? I get it. It's funny. However, I don't think these four men were killed. Uh, the, the people are saying that they were four, the four of them were working on a documentary exploiting child sex trafficking, and they were going to call it like the silent kids or the silent children or some shit, and they were all killed before they could exploit the, the globalists or the deep state of dark web pedophiles. You know, like, dude, it's not... I don't think that's what I think. I think Jeffrey Epstein was killed for sure. That's something I can get into, but I don't. I don't buy it. I don't think these four guys uh, fucking did it. They were all drug addicts with depression, who just couldn't couldn't handle the the, the fame and the stress and the pressure anymore. They all have documented and talked about it. I mean, just listen to the fucking music, Chris Cornell. Didn't they have a song? Hold on. I think this is uh, pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soundgarden, Chris Cornell's one of his bands, has a fucking song that came out in 1996 called Pretty Noose. Okay? A noose is something you fucking hang yourself with. And he called it pretty. Okay? So the signal, the signs are there, dude. I mean, it's like people who say Kurt Cobain didn't fucking commit suicide. There are so many indicators that that guy was fucking suicidal and depressed. And so you're going to say a guy like Chris Cornell put out a song called Pretty Noose, but he didn't do it? Come on. What, and is the vaccine actually helping people? Come on. No, I'm just kidding. It's it's definitely helping uh, old and fat people, but I don't need that shit. So anyways, um, yeah, Linkin Park... Avicii, 
Chris Cornell. So that's the last kind of music I wanted to get into real quick was uh, 90s grunge. 90s grunge rock. I've already kind of talked about it now, but that's, that's another big thing that I like. Another big, uh, I guess you can call it a genre, grunge. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you got a lot of bands that hail from uh, Seattle, Washington State area. You've got um, Pearl Jam. Uh, they actually started out as, and believe it or not, you can fact check it. They were a Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band starting out. Fun fact. Okay. Um, so you have Pearl Jam, which is not my favorite one. Uh, and then you have Alice in Chains, dude. So fucking good. Rest in peace to Lane Staley. Their singer fucking died of an overdose, too. I mean, he died in, like, what, 2000? But Alice in Chains is fucking epic. So good. Just such a good band, man. Um, Soundgarden. Again, Chris Cornell. Uh, and then you have Nirvana, right? So those are the big, the big grunge bands. Uh, I fuck with grunge which means I like it. I fuck with it, bruh. Yo, I fuck. I fucks. I fucks with grunge. I fucks with grunge. Uh, one of the best albums also is the MTV Unplugged in New York Nirvana album. I had that shit on vinyl, didn't even open it, and then I think someone took it or I lost it or whatever. Um, yeah, man. The song, Where Did You Sleep Last Night? I'll say this, uh, and we're coming to a close here. Where Did You Sleep Last Night by Nirvana? It's a cover from an old uh, guitarist named Lead Belly in like the 20s, 30s or some shit. Um, African-American folk, blues guitarist. Uh, Lead Belly wrote Where Did You Sleep Last Night? And then Nirvana did a cover of it on the MTV Unplugged Live in New York. You can see it. Look it up on YouTube. There's a video of the whole thing. It's amazing. Um, and I was, in New- I was in Seattle one time, and I had rented a car, and I, I purposely looked up where Kurt Cobain used to live and where he committed suicide. Kurt Cobain shot himself in the face with a shotgun. They were like, you can't do that. Courtney Love killed him. You can't even shoot a shotgun in your face because it's too long. Come on, dude. You can you you could fucking use your toe to fucking pull the trigger, or you could just fuck you could figure it out. All right. These people are fucking idiots. Uh, but any anywho, I, I did find the house that Kurt Cobain iced himself in. He actually killed himself in the um the, the, the room above the garage. So the garage was uh, detached. And it's gone now. That, that, they, they, they tore it down. They bulldozed it. And, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it should have been taken down. It should have been a fucking, you know, um, museum. But it's gone. I went to the house. I pulled up. And it's surrounded by trees. It's a very big house uh, in Lake Washington area. In the Lake Washington area. Um, and it's surrounded by trees, and it's hard to even see the house. You can see it from from a certain angle. And so I was an explorer, and I parked the car, got out, walked up to the house, 
walk through the trees all the way up to as close as you could get to the house, and it was surrounded by a wall. And on the wall, there was a lot of uh, graffiti for people from people who were, are Kurt Cobain fans. And the biggest... I mean, this wall was like 10 feet tall surrounding the house. I mean, you couldn't get to the house. And the biggest... I remember this word on the wall, and this gives me the fucking chills. It just said, where did you sleep last night? And I was like, fuck. Yeah, I got chills right now, dude. So I took a picture of that. That was that was a really cool thing. Um, some people might think that's sick to try to find the house that Kurt Cobain killed himself at. Look, man, like the 27 Club, you know, Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, uh, fuck Jim Morrison. But those guys are legends, man. I love music. I'm obsessed with it. Like I said, from the from the jump, like I said, from the rip when I started this podcast, like I said, from Jump Street, I fucking love music. And, uh, you know, so I had to throw in a little Kanye bit in the beginning just to get it started. But yeah, so man, like that was really epic to see that in uh, Seattle and rest in peace to Kurt Cobain and all those other other dudes uh, that I talked about. So that's it. Good night, guys. Happy Labor Day. Bye.